Hello, Smileson. Welcome to a comedy and music cavalcade that's coming at you live to tape straight from Smileson, Alberta, podcasting capital of the world. I'm ready to have some fun today. Let's go, Jason. Miss Elizabeth, thank you so much. Dear listener friend, welcome to the show. I think you're going to you have gonna keep a- talking or are we going to do this? Excuse me. Uh-oh, you're already getting challenged. Did, was I asked the question, am I going to keep talking or are we going to do this? That's right. My friend, me talking is us doing this. <laughs> That's what the show is. I don't know what else you think. Like, dear listener friend, thanks for so much for joining us today. You can see I'm under duress, not 30 seconds chirp, into the show. Chirp, chirp, <sighs> Miss Elizabeth, we need more stringent policies as to who we let in to Smile Syndicate HQ. <laughs> I see you busily working the soundboard. You're revving me up. You're determined to knock me off the rails, but no, that's not going to happen. No, this is somebody in our audience yeah, soundboard who Sam. thinks you're talking too yeah. much already. We have barely got started. Well, I can sit here silently, and that would be a good show. Well, sometimes it? that is what we do for a podcast. Not <sighs> not us uh, on Hello Smileton, but some of my other podcasts, like the Breathing Podcast. Yeah, I know. Miss Elizabeth, Elizabeth, don't even bring up that podcast. That's a farcical parody of what the podcast form should truly be hmm. dear listener friend we have fun today I, i'm not i'm not going to get hung up on these on the bric-a-brac of audience distraction hmm. i'm gonna charge ahead and help us consume comedy and original music goodness straight from smileton okay oh miss elizabeth i'm excited about today me too <laughs> <laughs> And why not? Miss Elizabeth Smileton is teeming with activity these days. Spring, it's not here, but it's coming. There's excitement in the air. People are so energetic. Like well, I'm talking physically energetic. Oh, Miss Elizabeth, you want to talk about that? I yeah. got a little something for you. Okay. I was at the Smileton, well, Smileton Bingo in Spaghetti Buffet. Uh-huh. You bet some energy was planned to be expended there. I was going to get to work on that Spaghetti oh, Buffet that's like a, a I feel like freaking a- hurricane. <laughs> I feel like that's a very sleepy place. You eat a pile of spaghetti and then you, there's a couch. You just like lay down it's for half an hour. It's called Zen, Miss Elizabeth. Look into it. It's, it's <laughs> called total relaxation. But they've been, you know, Smelton Bingo and Spaghetti Buffet has been working hard to get the word out. They they want an ever-expanding customer base. And yeah. they've been doing some stunts that I don't really approve of. When they've you, when got you, events. They've had events recently. Bingo. Spaghetti. You had me already. Uh, yeah, I don't need this other wow. stuff being added. I feel like you just wrote a song. Bingo, Miss spaghetti, it's, it's, you had me already. Yeah, it's effortless. It comes. <laughs> I told you, I'm an, <laughs> I'm an empty, brainless vessel, mm-hmm. and the muse speaks through me. Yeah, In we this, just we just witnessed that that phenomenon. Hey, I, take place. I know, Miss Elizabeth. So don't get get out of my way. Okay. I was at the at the spaghetti buffet. I'm ready to enjoy some uh, good spaghetti and. They they have this oh, Miss Elizabeth. It drives me nuts. You know that those sumo suits. Sure, you're all talk, Jason. Okay, buddy, I'm gonna ignore you. You're you're gonna get the fire hose. Uh oh. When we go, we're gonna play I an original song later up. in the show. Pardon? I got him all riled up. Chaos. <laughs> 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 Soundboard Sam is is hot. Yeah, he's, Miss Elizabeth, he's you on know, it. Tonight. You know what occurred to me this week? What? Other people in this world, when they put a podcast together, they do it for fun. Yeah. They feel like they've got something to share with the world. Uh-huh. I apparently just sign up for torment. That's what I that's what I get week yeah, but in and that, week out. Your torment is what is fun for our listeners. Oh well, I'm here so. to serve. Yeah. Miss Elizabeth, fake sumo. You know those horrible those baggy suits, you put the wig on. I think you mean amazing. And you not amazing. I Horrible. do the sumo. 
it's I love it's the terrible. sumo. It's not funny. It's 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 not even vaguely off-putting. It's, it's off-putting. It's, it's disrespectful. It's, I don't like it. It's safe. It's, it's a safe way to crash into people. Okay, well, I, I'll tell you. You know, you hop up and down with your I, arms. I know. I've seen it, Miss yeah. Lisbeth. So they've introduced that at the uh, bingo and spaghetti buffet. Bad move. Too and much it was, vomit? Okay, let me just guess. Why was it bad? Yeah, Is too it because much vomit. You, you're they obsessed, were, they were, Miss Elizabeth. They were stuffed full of spaghetti, yeah. and every time they crashed into each other, they would that's spray not the, spaghetti no, remains. No, that's okay. not even the biggest no? problem. Okay. It's it's not funny. That's the biggest <laughs> problem. It's oh. stupid. So it's got to stop. No, that's not true. It and, is funny. It's hilarious. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Something happened in a positive direction that made me enjoy my oh. spaghetti even more. What happened? Well, people were doing it. and They're bumping into each other and they're jumping up and down and laughing. Everybody's giggling and think it's so funny. Because it is. And this guy gets up there. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Miss Elizabeth, mm-hmm. that the baggy sumo suit he was wearing didn't mm-hmm. look so baggy. So he mm. was a, he was an appreciable gentleman. Oh. I'll tell you that. Okay. So uh, he he had been he, a client of the spaghetti buffet for years. Oh, maybe. Miss Elizabeth, no, he hadn't because he got down into the starting position. So he, he was respecting starting. the form of sumo, okay. and he annihilated oh. the giggling idiot who was on the other side of the ring. He knocked him so like he knocked him into the spaghetti buffet. Oh, the guy had to be hospitalized. Oh, they called goodness. an ambulance. I think he hurt his neck or something. Wow. I was spaghetti was coming out of my mouth, Miss Elizabeth. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Somebody got mad, challenged this guy to another, uh, to, a, to a sumo match. Got his back bent, Miss okay. Elizabeth. my goodness. Turns out that guy was a real sumo wrestler. Oh, Visiting okay. family. He was visiting Smileton from Japan. And do you think he was amused by this gr- grim parody oh. of his sacred sport? Let he, me ask you. He wasn't amused. Is he I from, was. Is he from our Japanese sister city called Flowerville? He was, as a matter of fact, okay. Miss Elizabeth. There are, yes, there are, there are strong ties between Smileton and Flowerville in mm-hmm. Japan. And some people have made the trek and they stayed. Oh, and you know, so the connections grow okay. deeper and you know we what? better snap too because if we're going to disrespect sumo we're going to get a world of hurt you know we're probably going to have a whole busload of sumo wrestlers coming over here to straighten us out and I would welcome our invaders well we don't have to call them invaders do we they're not aggressive <laughs> it sounds cool Miss Elizabeth and we're try. I think what we're trying to do now I, I don't know this for certain but I think that there is a uh, there's a, an attempt to create there's an initiative to create like an underground uh, travel tunnel between Japan, Flowerville Wouldn't specifically, me. and digging under the ocean. Do they, just okay. Do because the all the catacombs in in Smileton exist already. Yes. And, yeah. So we There's might be underground able to... catacombs underneath the city, uh, under, underneath the town of Smileton. It's possible. And you're telling me some some brainiac has decided. Ah. Japan's not that far away. Let's just expand the system under the Pacific yeah. Ocean. I mean, I don't know why you're making fun of how smart they are. Okay, okay well, we got to move on because my, I'm getting a headache okay. now. Dear listener friend, lots of fun coming up. You, If you've been listening the past couple of weeks, you've been hearing us revisit the classic tale of my appearance on that competitive food eating reality show, Hell Stomach. Mm-hmm. We've got part three of the tale coming up later in the show that yeah. is going to be fun city usa yeah there's a lot of eating going on in this show it, it, there is indeed the and spaghetti buffet and, and bingo. you know what when you're pounding back the spaghetti you know what goes real great with that what rock oh my buddy lance brock runs the best guitar store in town he gives us the good word of rock oh, from that rock what? mount olympus and we okay. have another update today lance brock's rock talk 
Okay, well, and I'm original have music to by the Smileton Smile Syndicate, my hard rock and band, hardest working band is Smileton. That's a full show. Uh-huh. You want to talk about a buffet of entertainment? Roll up to the trough, dear listener friend, because entertainment's <laughs> going to be stacked high. It's not a trough. It's more like a like a seven course delightful meal. Not how I view it, Miss Elizabeth. Lance Brock's Rock Talk. <laughs> You're so grumpy. I'm not grumpy. I'm ready to... Miss Elizabeth, I'm all business. Okay. We got a lot of fun to get all to, right. so let's just put our hard hats on and get to it. Let's do it. What's, what's happening? <laughs> Jason. <laughs> I am reading what Lance Brock wrote down for me, and that's what he wrote down. What in the F is up, you effed up rockapaz? Are you ready to rock? Are you ready to rock? <laughs> I. You don't I, have to read it like this. I can't F. What do you mean? I. <laughs> yes, I do have to read it like this. I can't F and hear you. Welcome to another edition of Lance Brock's Rock Talk, <laughs> podcast Lance best F and show for when you know it's F and time to rock and there's no way to deny it any F and more. You want to tell me to tone it down. You want to tell me to turn it down. Is that what you're saying, Miss Elizabeth? Sorry. Okay, just because it's In all this ca- segment of all segments, you, that will never happen. Okay, just because it's all caps doesn't mean you have to shout it. I beg to differ. First, we podcast differently, you and I. We do. <laughs> First of all, shout out to my fellow rock travelers who are still on the road to rock wherever that may effing lead. Turn it up or turn it off, and there's no effing middle ground, so effing cheers to that. Oh my goodness. I, I can start... <laughs> oh. Music can be soft. It can be delightful. It doesn't have to scream in your ear. I don't even know what you're saying, Miss Elizabeth. My ears are ringing so loud from the rock. Your exactly. words are a distorted mess. You're losing your hearing because of this rock and roll being out of control. And don't it feel so good? Quick update on my <laughs> quick update on my S-head out of control rock renegade cousin Sandy. He's been wearing the rock lobster costume everywhere. He wandered into an office building last week and started humping some effed in the head CEO or something in front of his whole effing company. Lobsters and don't <laughs> hump things. This one does. And the cops took him aside and told him just because he's the rock lobster, that doesn't give him permission to hump whatever he wants. Sandy begs to effing differ. So we'll see how that goes. Somewhere pretty effing hilarious, probably. Okay, so just a random office building? Or is this yeah. a building that he knows about he, or he, well, he works He wandered at? in there. Dear listener, friend, I, if you haven't heard about Sandy... Lance runs music by Lance, best guitar store in town. His, his cousin hangs out there. They stumbled on the greatest idea in the history of civilization. Sandy would dress up in a lobster costume. He was then christened the Rock Lobster, and his gimmick is to just pantomime humping everything in town. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. No better way to promote a guitar store. There's no hatchback in town that's safe from the Rock Lobster's tomfoolery. He does love and hatchbacks. Some, and some prudes turn their nose up at it, Miss Elizabeth yeah. included. And if that fun ex- expands into some company's boardroom in the middle of an important meeting and some guy wanders in and starts doing that stuff, I would just say, what a town we live in and what a what a wonderful age to be alive. Okay, for the record, I'm not turning up my nose. I just don't get the connection between humping cars and selling music I, or selling music devices. And and secondly... I'm going to clip this. Sh- I'm going to clip that and play it back for you, Miss Elizabeth, and you'll sound... See how ridiculous you sound. Okay. You'll but, be embarrassed. But secondly, I, here's like an idea or like an experiment. I wonder if when you put on a lobster costume or any other mascot, if you have a higher rate of probability of getting into any building that you try to get into because the security guards are just like, ha that's funny, oh, and they what? just let you in. Probably. Yeah. 
Miss Elizabeth, if the Rock Lobster came scuttling into Smile Syndicate HQ, they'd be on mic in 10 seconds flat. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you're joining in the fun a little bit, Miss I Elizabeth. think that will be a fun uh, and very interesting and informative scientific experiment to conduct. <laughs> well, you go do that, Poindexter. <laughs> Ruin the fun. Get your clipboard out. The New Year's been busy for me already, my fine effing friend. My main squeeze, Melinda, found a laptop computer at the food court and has been doing a side hustle that's bringing in some big bucks. Turns out she can just wear a bikini and be on camera on some website and dudes give her money. Uh-huh. Her boyfriend is pretty effing happy because Melinda had effing cash on hand to fix his car and bail him out of jail when he crashed into a pottery store and took a swing at a cop who happened to be effing shopping there. Yeah, okay. Mo- that's bad behavior. Paying your way through life is bad behavior? Well, no. The guy made a mess. He crashed into a pottery store, that's but he, what I'm talking he about. effing paid the damages in cash that to his is, car, at least. That's bad behavior. I mean, that makes people sad, because probably some children made some potteries there. Well, I the, don't see any reports of injuries, Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Just some cop who thinks he's a big shot and decides okay. to lay down the law even when he's off duty. Now, Melinda does take her clothes off for money, though. Does she not? Like, she, well, she's a dancer. What a crude way to put it. I'm just saying she's she's a dancer. She's a, she's a proud member of the Smiled and Exotic Dancers Federation, yeah, if that's okay. what you mean. Yeah. So that's why when she wears a bikini, she tends to make more money. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, just, just What do you put, mean? I'm that's just... part of the... Miss Elizabeth! <laughs> just finding Again, that out. Again, she's paying her way through life. Okay. She's finding laptops. Luckily, she's Look, got luck. She's a lucky lady. Jason, she's not lucky. Like, she steals things. She's a thief. Oh, that's not luck. Oh, Miss Elizabeth. Laptops don't land on her from above. They they fall into her fingers because she, you know, well, wraps got, her fingers around them and If you've got a runs. better explanation for that lucky streak she's on, I'm all ears. Well, thieves do have to be lucky, but it's not luck that she's stealing things. Well, don't, I, I would say judge not, lest not ye be not judged, Miss Elizabeth. Okay, well, I don't know how to unravel that, but I'm judging her pretty firmly. <laughs> Melinda says the dudes that look at her site buy her all kinds of S and want to tell her their bank account numbers and passwords. So <laughs> <laughs> This is crazy. She's a thief. She steals things. Miss Elizabeth, she, I'll admit that sounds okay. bad. She causes people to want to give her money, but that they shouldn't be given. She's a scam artist also. I, it sounds like she may be a little too beguiling on that, uh, whatever that website is, and people just give a little too much information. Miss Elizabeth, it happens when you get comfortable. You, yeah. you loose lips, maybe some sink, uh, ships get sunk fiduciarily speaking. It sounds speaking. like, okay, she has great power, and with great power comes yeah. great responsibility. And she needs to take responsibility for not stealing constantly in Smile Tent. Oh, stop Maybe it. go somewhere else like Gower's Gulch. Miss Elizabeth, know. Just if an you, idea. maybe you should just go have a coffee with her. You might change your attitude about her. She might explain where this luck comes from. I need to keep... People telling s- her their passwords. My suggestion to everybody is, like, be friendly with Melinda, but from about 10 meters away or more, because then she can't Cynicism. reach... She Ms. can't Elizabeth. reach your purse. I, I feel sorry for you, Miss Elizabeth. That's okay. no way to go through life being so suspicious. Okay. And want to tell her their bank account numbers and passwords, so it looks like Melinda will be on effing easy street for an effing while, so hopefully that means effing party time for yours effing truly too. With a good effing woman at your side, there's no effing world of effing rock god can't conquer. Okay, that's just insanity. Is no. she not just going to steal whatever he has to offer as well? I, it's th- not like she's stealing and then sharing. Why can't you be happy for people, Miss Elizabeth? He's happy. You should be happy. We should all be happy. Okay, I wish I could help Lance. We but live it just in Smileton, like... Miss Elizabeth. I know. 
The land of smiles. That's right. So plaster one on, even if you aren't feeling it. I'm smiling right now. Lance's customer review. If there's one thing ladies have smiled to know about me, it's that I'm an epic. Okay, can we just pause this for a moment? (laughs) Because I think we need to just explain that Lance's customer review comes about because Lance gets a lot of negative reviews on on some of those big search platforms. Yeah, it's a drag, Miss Elizabeth. So people feel free to hurl garbage at him. So guess what? Yeah. Some of those people are probably customers of his, so he's going to fire right back, fight fire with fire. Mm -hmm. Uh, He doesn't like getting reviewed, so he's going to put the shoe on the other foot and stick it up somebody's backside. Okay, but I have this feeling that getting being negative to somebody who's already negative is only going to increase the negativity. It's a review. He's an objective observer. He's just going to tell us true what's going on with his store. But he doesn't have the goal of turning these negative reviews into positive reviews and making more sales. I'm just saying, like, from a financial point of view. Yeah, he has no ulterior yeah, Exactly. No okay. ulterior motive. He's right. just going to call it as he sees it. Okay. If there's one thing the ladies have smiled to know about me, it's that I'm an effing gentleman and I know how an effing lady should be effing treated. But some of these chicks got to meet me effing halfway sometimes for F's sakes. These two chicks come in the store. They were trying a bunch of guitars and rolling their effing eyes and saying stuff like, do they ever tune these things? This one doesn't even have six strings. Oh, I got a splinter in my hand. Boo-hoo. <laughs> the jackals of our studio audience enjoying some uh, stressful story, Miss Elizabeth. Uh-huh. You have unhappy customers, unreasonable expectations. I wonder how Lance is going to handle this tense situation. So they got a splinter in their hand, and then Lance is, Lance is making fun of their pain. Uh, by well, saying boo-hoo. Yeah. yeah, okay, just... Clarifying. Okay, well, yeah, this will be set into proper relief when you when you okay. see what happens. All right. The customer is always right. Go f yourself, you rock hating goof. <laughs> no, not that is incorrect. The customer is always right, and you must work through the customer. Not if they're a rock hating goof, Miss Elizabeth. You can't tell them to go f themselves. So I go over there and I go, "Is there a problem here, ladies?" And one of them goes, "Are you seriously charging a thousand bucks for this one? The neck is being held on with duct tape." Uh-huh. I just f it pointed at both of them and pointed to the effing door. I later found out those two chicks were the two chicks from Rainbow Ride. So potential customers of multiple guitars. Yeah, they were the two women who were in Rainbow Ride. That yeah. You know you know them. They're I know. insanely popular. Yeah, so they, they make money and they would spend it on guitars. They're, they're who Tracy's Grace wants to be. Yeah. Dear listener okay. friend, you like I'm not I'm not even gonna insult you by describing who Rainbow Ride is. Those mm-hmm. two women are from Smile Smileton. Yeah. They're the biggest band going. Yeah. You're missing the point that which is that they Which is, I know that success has gone to their heads. Okay, they are very rude to Lance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He didn't recognize them because he's he doesn't prejudge people, Miss okay. Elizabeth. All people who come in are potential customers and he doesn't care how famous they actually are. Okay. So, but he told them to hit the bricks because they weren't conducting themselves in a manner becoming ladies of smile. Okay, got it. See what happens when you get a ton of fame? It goes to your effing head. Exactly right, Lance. And turns you into B words. Okay, that's (laughs) not. (laughs) One star because I'm feeling effing generous. Okay. Well, I could, Miss Elizabeth, if their attitudes had been better, maybe Lance could have snapped a picture with those two ladies, put it up behind the counter. A little bit of celebrity uh, celebrity endorsement for his store. Yeah. Just like the, that ne'er-do-well Mitch Winchell. Mm-hmm. The, the, he runs the other guitar store in town. As you well know, you hang mm-hmm. out with him way too much. Yeah, it's warm in that store. Oh, stop it. What does that have to do? If you want to be comfortable, stay home. 
If you want to rock and yeah, commit yourself to the road of the rock traveler, it's going to involve some discomfort. Okay. Top five effing bands of all time. Number five, Ted effing Nugent. A newcomer to the effing list. I hadn't heard of this guy until my brother Vance showed me a picture of him looking like an effing caveman holding two... <laughs> Do you jackals even know what you're laughing at? <laughs> Keep quiet and let me do the show. I gotta really check out this Rock and Roll Beasts albums. If this guy's stuff is half as cool as this picture, I'll be an effing fan for life. So he hasn't heard? No, not yet. Uh, but he made the list. He did. But as, as a friend of Lance, though, your music from the Smile Syndicate has never made the list. Well, there's four spots ahead of number five if my arithmetic checks out, Miss okay. Elizabeth. So let's wait and see. <laughs> Number four, Molly Hatchet. My main squeeze, Melinda, says that when her boyfriend puts on a hatchet tune, she effing knows it's time to get down to effing business. Uh -huh. Good rock will, will effing do that to you. Uh -huh. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, sometimes people have a blind spot, and if it makes them happy, I don't think you need to point it out to them. Okay. <laughs> so I'll save you some, uh, save you some breath there, Miss Elizabeth. Right. I don't need to hear it. Okay. Number three, Ozzy effing Osborne. Mm -hmm. If there's an effing type of music this guy hasn't touched and turned to effing gold, then I don't know what the F. <laughs> even, even that album he did where he looked like he had a whole can of hairspray on his head was pretty cool at the end of the effing day. Okay. <laughs> Ozzy makes it onto the list quite often, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, it would hardly be a credible <laughs> list if Ozzy wasn't on there. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Leonard Skinner. Again, yeah. I thought that track, Smokin', was by them and even got into an effing brawl with some guy at a bar once who tried to tell me it was by Boston instead. Mm -hmm. He beat my ass, but I keyed his car later and put a turd in his mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he was right. <laughs> oh, Lance. Number one top effing band of all effing time. Lance, Could it be Smile? Lance Brock's Going Snake. No? Okay. His band, Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. Well, Haven't, I guess you are a member of Going Snake. I'm the proud rhythm guitarist. And there might be some music coming up soon. Haven't effing heard about us much lately? It's a little effing thing called hibernation. And once this bear wakes up, watch the F out. Handsome might quit ignoring my calls. Book my band to play your bar right effing now and we'll consider it water under the effing bridge. Okay. Right. I, how can he be more clear than that? Yeah. Handsome Mike has been skirting the issue, Miss Elizabeth. He he said months ago that he might consider booking Lance Brock's Going Snake for some comedy night he was he was hosting. Uh -huh. And I'm like, people are not going to be in the mood to laugh at their eardrums bleeding yeah. because of the power of the rock Lance Brock's Going Snake would unleash. I haven't heard anything from him since then. So no laughter along with rocking with it doesn't fit, Miss Elizabeth. Not, okay. No, it's like when you're in the middle of a hurricane, mm -hmm. uh, the urge to laugh uh, gets blown away on the wind. Okay. That's it for Lance Brock's Rock Talk. Mitch Winchell, you thought you'd sneak on by without me casting some effing shade in your direction. You're as dumb as you are good at stealing groceries from people's hatchbacks. Mitch Winchell thinks he can waltz into town and set up a rival guitar store and Lance can will just sit back and take it. He's seeing that that ain't the case. Yeah. No one cares about your crummy guitar store, and the people I talk to wish you'd close up shop and leave town and apologize to me. Just effing saying. Okay, some of this sounds a little like slander and also fiction. Miss oh, Elizabeth. <laughs> For example. You've been, you've been getting bombarded with rock truth bombs 
for okay. quite a while now. Yeah. And for you to come up with such an utterance, well, I got a question if you're well, even when listening. He says, when he says the people that I talk to wish that you'd close up shop, like, yeah. you're just mentioning random, like, fictional people. <laughs> Oh, they're as real as you and me, Miss Elizabeth. Okay. I don't know what you've been. I don't know what you think the scuttlebutt is on the rock scene in this town, but let me tell you, that's well, Mitch this Winchell, radar. Lance's radar is tuned on in. Mitch Winchell is is a column in this in this community. He is a pillar. He holds up the music industry in this community. And that's why it's so sick that he breaks into people's hatchbacks and steals groceries. Okay. There's no need that's for it, Miss Elizabeth. No that need for slander. it at all. I know. I know, Miss Elizabeth, before he's charged, it's hearsay. It's made up. It's slander. Once the law gets laid down, okay. and all we'll talk about is the length of his sentence. Okay, well, I happen to know that there is a police investigation going on into the theft from hatchbacks, and some of the fingerprints that they've been pulling up look like large lobster claws. <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, they don't there's look, a simpler explanation why there are lobster, if, if there is such a thing as lobster fingerprints, they don't, why they're on the back of a hatchback. Yeah, I wonder what's been <laughs> happening there. <laughs> okay. Some randy entertainment was yeah. happening. Okay. Lance Brock, the rock talk is done, but the rock never effing is. So keep on effing rocking, you rock travelers of young and old. Peace out. Lance Brock is going to the effing moon. Peace and out and over and out. And peace. we're done. Oh. Peace. And that's that's it, Miss Elizabeth. Okay. The the word from Rock Mount Olympus okay. still echoing in, in our ears. Okay. Even though it ended seconds ago. And Lance uh, deserves a smattering of applause for he, that. He deserves a, a tsunami of applause, Miss Elizabeth. He's, how how I don't even know how he has time to put rock talk together for us like he's pretty busy running that store mm -hmm. he's pretty busy organizing lance brock's going snakes plan to take over the world of rock mm -hmm. that's a lot that's a that's a heaping amount on one person's mm -hmm. plate yeah i think he can handle more well he can take more probably yeah, Miss he Elizabeth, can, he, he's he a take, titan uh, you know fixing up his store let's add that to the schedule i don't know what you're even talking about you do uh, yeah the hole in the roof is part of its charm okay. miss elizabeth it it keeps them connected, mm -hmm. keeps them connected to the real world. Miss, to uh, the rock yeah, gods, exactly. Mm -hmm. The beams from Rock Mount Olympus can shine directly into the store because of that gaping hole. Oh, I just realized that Lance is kind of like those people in the very very far distant past who who trepanned in their skulls in order to receive messages directly from the sky gods into their brains. So that's kind of what has happened with Lance Brock's store is that he has trepanned and nature has trepanned through the roof of his store. And now the rock gods are communicating with him into the store directly. So are you going to shut up about that <laughs> hole then? <laughs> I don't think so. We need to, we need to put a skylight in there. It's raining too much and it's, it's warping all his guitars and he's having to fix them with See? duct tape, which is not strong it's enough. It's fine. Miss Elizabeth, I would take that any day of the week over that hot house that Mitch Winchell runs. Not one bit of the elements gets inside. It's no. an antiseptic germ lab, as okay. I said before. It's clean. That's it for rock talk. For now, Miss Elizabeth, we can we can debate all the rest of the show. But oh, see, Smileton Radio mm -hmm. tuning in. Yeah, that's telling me. It's telling you, and it's telling you, dear listener friend, that yeah. it's time for music. We got to hear a song by the Smile Syndicate and. This show's been pretty funky so far, so I think it makes sense to listen Play to. Play a song already. Boogie, got a groove loose. Awesome. Let's listen. Give it to me 
straight dog. It's boogie on the brain. Got my booty shaking. Got a groove loose by the Smile Syndicate right yeah. here on Hello Smileton. I feel like that boogie did get loose a little bit there. It got loosed up all over the place, Miss yeah. Elizabeth. Well, it, we've been doing this show a while. It's like a canister of boogie. <laughs> yes. It was under pressure and then it popped open and it burst out like one of those uh, snakes. A snake in a can. Yeah. <laughs> Not the metaphor I'd use or the simile. Miss <laughs> Elizabeth, past two episodes, we've been revisiting a classic tale that I told over the course of a number of episodes of, a, of our previous podcast and the spiritual forebear of this podcast, mm -hmm. it was known as the Smile Syndicate Music Hour. We're going to revisit part three of this tale. So why don't you set us up for fun? All right. In this blast from the past, we're going to hear part three of Jason's epic tale of being on the famous competitive eating reality TV show called Hell's Stomach. Shake your head in disbelief and be glad you're not Jason, as he shares his loopy story. What a weird thing to say. 
Well, I think it'll make sense once you hear the story. Well, it doesn't make sense to me, and I lived it. This originally aired as part of episode 284 of the Smile Syndicate Music Hour, which was entitled It's Gotta Be Booty, and first aired April 18th, 2022. Well, let's listen. Okay, because we got to talk about something far more important, which is how I'm doing on Hell's Stomach. Yeah, how's that, your that digestion reality... going? Uh, uh, tip top. Yeah, okay. Abandoned Warehouse. We're shooting the show there. Big mm -hmm. Hollywood production. That show is famous. I don't need to explain what Hell's Stomach is. Speaking of being in an abandoned uh, warehouse, in an abandoned warehouse, have you witnessed any spooky... Miss Elizabeth. Spooky, like, manifestations? You you know, I like doing a podcast with you, but you try my patience. Because it's abandoned and we know that there's been sightings. There are no ghosts there. All there are is intense, over-the-top, competitive food eaters okay. and a professional production crew to capture the action. Wouldn't it be neat, though, if one of the one of the situations happening in the story was that... No, that might no be ghosts, no. A ghost no. E eating no oh, food? With you. <laughs> I suggest you play back this portion, portion of the show once we're done and you listen to how ridiculous you sound. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Even the most gormless ghost chaser knows they don't eat anything. Okay. Jeepers. Well, Miss Elizabeth, I told you last time, we're, we're divided up into two teams. Blue team, red team. Last time I gave you the update, the gremlin lost his mind and uh, he's gone from the show. So now we're down to three versus three. So the gremlin, just to confirm, was a human. Yes. Well, yes, he was. Okay. Miss Elizabeth, this is, a, this is a TV show produced by humans, featuring humans for human consumption, primarily. <laughs> I'm on the blue team. That ne'er-do-well, death metal, uh, seer and visionary Jorg Flernstad is on yeah. there. And Winston yeah. the Food King. Mm -hmm. And we're going up against Rick the Stick, mm -hmm. Stacy from that band Tracy's Grace, mm -hmm. and Dr. Gone. And mm -hmm. only one of those three people cares one whit about competitive food eating. Oh, okay. is it you? Yeah, it's Doctor Gone on the red team, and it's me on it. So there's really it's just me versus Doc and Winston the Food King. I guess he's he's a pretty big yeah. Fan. Winston the Food King. I so was you'll notice say. you'll notice it's three versus three now. What happened to that weirdo who runs the bookshop by hook or by book? Yeah, what happened to him? Vanished. He vanished. He literally va he was in a locked closet mm -hmm. because he was getting punished for something. I think mm -hmm. the the host of the show, uh, Otis Sharp, the Cincinnati eating machine, yeah. lost his temper with the weirdo who runs that bookstore, locked him in a closet, yeah. and then when they opened the closet, gone. Yeah, but you know, I think his his bookstore has also disappeared. So that's, I think that's that always he, happening. He is bound up with his bookstore. So, so it, when guy... his bookstore appears in town. He's here. He can be separated from his bookstore, but if the bookstore disappears, he does too. Leave it to you to take one fact about a man disappearing into the thin air and turning it into a fanciful cockamamie quilt of nonsense. All right. Well, I mean, it sounds pretty crazy. I mean, how do you explain it? He's into head games. That's all. Okay. And and the show's going to be better without him. Uh, speaking of speaking of people, the show would be better without Yorg. Your buddy, my uh, my erstwhile teammate. He brings value to every project that he touches. He's been flapping his yap because I think he's yeah. been making some uh, making some noise about me disappearing, from, me disappearing from the show to you come do this show. Yeah, you. We're supposed okay. to be in lockdown. I sneak out because I got other things to do with my life. How do you get out, by the way, Miss Elizabeth? If I told you, mm -hmm. then they might, but they might block that avenue. Okay. So I just get out and I cover my tracks. So I've got a dummy. And I leave it covered up with a quilt and they just think I'm sleeping. Okay. No problem. I'm just wondering if however you get out is maybe how the bookstore guy got out. He was out. locked in a closet. There was no exit. It was impossible. It, it's the okay. unsolvable mystery. All right. So, so Otis Sharp, Cincinnati eating machine, food yeah. eating legend, mm -hmm. took me aside. 
He's like, Jason, I, I see a lot of potential in here. I really need you to buckle down and really perform your heart out. Don't like when you get knocked down, you got to get back up. And he gave me this big, mm -hmm. this big uh, speech. Yeah. And, and I was, I came out of there so proud that Otis Sharp, the Cincinnati eating machine recognizes all this potential in me. And I was beaming and I go to talk to Yorg and he goes, yeah, he said the same thing to me. You want to talk about crestfallen, Miss Elizabeth? I, I got to think of a better word than crestfallen. So wait a minute. No, but he was trying to give you a pep talk. He wants his team to win. He's giving Jorg a pep talk as well. He's, he, no, he's just, the host. He's But he's given everybody a pep talk. Yeah. It does, it, that doesn't mean anything if everybody gets the same pep talk. But everybody needs the pep talk. Winston, and Winston the Food King got it. And he, you know how he reacted? How? Like I, I told that goof, uh, tell me something I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't he feels... even respect Otis Sharp, the Cincinnati eating machine. Well, know he, your history. He feels confident in himself, I think. Ridiculous. Yeah. That, well, like... well, I think you should just, you know, be grateful that you, you got that attention. <sighs> that was Elizabeth, nice. You'll, you'll pardon me if I fully ignore that advice. <laughs> okay. Time for the reward challenge. So wait a minute. So you're not going to start or like have an entry in your gratitude journal. Like, thank you to. I'll tell you Otis what I do Sharp. with a gratitude journal. <laughs> Turn it into a revenge list. Yeah, okay. It's time for the reward challenge. I'm ready. Like I had the pep talk, I was crestfallen, but again, maybe that was a that was a, an extremely roundabout way to knock me down a little bit. Mm -hmm. To put a challenge in front of me. Wait, wait. So you think that having a pep talk was he actually knew, meant to be negative? He, I, maybe now that I think of it, the pep talk to me was real, and then he thought he would challenge me. Did I take those words to heart or was I just flattered? So then he gave some fake pep talk to York and to Winston, the food king and the ne'er-do-wells on the red team. You're and overthinking then, it. So if I show up to the reward challenge full bore uh, uh, and recover and just go at it, then that will prove to Otis Sharp, the Cincinnati eating machine, that hit what he sees in me is okay. real. You're so too much in your own head, I think. Reward challenge. Olives. I was so happy when I saw Olives were the food challenge. Miss and Elizabeth. what's the reward? Do you know? We don't know yet. We have to win first before we find out. Okay. It's not just it's not just olives. It's the two-handed Texas slam olive dance. Oh, it's a dance. Well, they call it that. It's just stuff in your face with food. It's not really a dance. But what okay. you do is you get two massive bowls of olives in front of each competitor, mm -hmm. double fist. Like a salad bowl. Bigger. Oh. An olive bowl. Like an olive bucket. Yeah. Well, it's Miss Elizabeth. These are professional. This is a professional operation. They yeah. have the proper equipment. Mm -hmm. It's a proper bowl to hold an ungod hold an ungodly amount of olives, but to also <laughs> make it easy to ram your fist in there and pull out a handful and get it down your gob before so you like do it all over again. Maybe a salad bowl. Basically. Okay. I went crazy. Uh -huh. I was just. I went. I, I went insane. I Two like olives. olives are great. Two fisting olives. I could do that all day long. Mm -hmm. Miss Elizabeth, the blue team, performed mm -hmm. like champions. Uh, my frenzy was in no small part responsible for that. Uh, wow, York, good job. York didn't disgrace himself. That's all I'll say for him. And Dr. Gone did run into a bit of, bit of trouble because in his frenzy, he got yeah. an olive up the nose. Wow. Oh, wow. And he started awkward. He started freaking out because it yeah. came in from behind. Like, it, it was it was a whole oh, thing. He, like, it sneezed stuck, it. He, like, he kind sneezed of, it Yeah, up and, out. and it, it's oh. trying to get out and okay. it can't. And then he starts... <laughs> He starts like waving his hands in front of his nose. Well, it does feel weird. You know what it reminds me of? That scene from that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger where <sighs> the one about Mars. Terminator? No, not that one. Yeah, no. I think you mean no. Terminator. The one about Mars where he yeah. pulls that thing out of his nose. I don't know what you're it's talking like about. It's like the size of an olive. There was no nose stuff in the Terminator, Miss Elizabeth. What's the Mars so one called? 
Terminator 2, Return to Mars. He, he pulled the thing out of his reward, nose. The reward we won, Miss Elizabeth. Was did, did he pull it out of no. his nose? Oh, it's still in there? The olive? Yeah. I haven't given you the olive update, Miss Elizabeth. you got to <laughs> let me tell my story. Yes, as of now, the olive is still in his nose. Oh, no. Well, he needs to watch that movie to get an instructional so manual. He how to doesn't have it. time for that because it was time for the reward challenge, which is parasailing. <laughs> and it was horrible. Uh-huh. The three of us got dragged out to this lake and we got hooked up and it was the three of us sitting together. The boat starts going. We fly into the air because of that parachute. And I don't do well with heights sometimes. And I may may or may not have screamed hysterically and then passed out. So I think you did then. May or may not, Miss mm -hmm. Elizabeth. The photos taken seem to indicate that I was out of it for most of that flight. Okay. So me in the middle, head slumped forward, and then my Wait. two so-called teammates pointing at me and laughing. You're so stressed out all the time, Jason. Oh, it, it, oh hilarious photos, Miss Elizabeth. That's what I'm forced to provide. At least you could relax on the ride. I, it wasn't relaxing, Miss Elizabeth. When you were unconscious. It was a terrible challenge. I would have <laughs> rather have done the punishment. <laughs> so we come back. That's my life, Miss Elizabeth. So the challenge itself was like a was like the punishment. Based, the challenge the the challenge was a challenge. The mm -hmm. reward was a punishment. The punishment question mark. I didn't experience it. <laughs> okay. So I got to put all that past me because it's time for the main event. Uh -huh. And what's what are we facing today? Melted cheese. Uh huh. Pots of <laughs> melted cheese. I'm still laughing at the parasailing. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> I wasn't there to laugh or not at yeah. it, Miss Elizabeth. I was out of commission. You're just flying un unconscious so, through the air. I can. I like can. an angel. Yeah. <laughs> laugh it up. Can I get on with my story now? Melted cheese. An uh -huh. ocean of it. Mm -hmm. An ocean of boiling volcano hot cheese. Mm. Sounds weird. It burns your hands. You just got to cram it down as fast as you can. You're eating hot cheese? With your hands. I think that's... I don't... I think that's un, that's not a good you idea. You want to talk about a challenge? Foghorn. I'll, I won't even react so, to that because I mean, what gross. is absolutely ridiculous. Sounds really Foghorn, gross. you don't know anything about anything, let alone competitive food eating. This is a challenge. This is the big leagues. We're getting, the, the teams are getting smaller. The challenges get more difficult. Mm. Us burning our hands and scalding hot cheese, shoving it down our face. Not yeah. easy. It was, it was, it was, it was difficult, Miss Elizabeth. It sounds disgusting and it sounds um, unhealthy, unappetizing and uh, uh, dangerous. Nay say all you want. And painful. Nay say, that's why you don't get the food eating crown, Miss Elizabeth. You don't even, you, you, you put your nose up at doing what it takes to get the job done. Okay. Good thing there are those of us around who, who don't. Don't buckle under the pressure. Well, you seem to have come out of it intact. I'm fine, but okay. I didn't do all that well. I probably ate less than mm. two pounds, which is a little disappointing. But boy, that cheese was hot. Two pounds of cheese. A little less than. Miss Liz, don't make fun of me. I tried my best. It was hotter than normal. No, that's a huge that's, amount of that's, cheese. That's, that's a, that's a, it was Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, even, even so, I did better than someone like Rick the Stick. Yeah. I think this, the competition has broken him because he was a muttering, babbling idiot. He, it was like his, yeah. his mind was gone. He was blah, blah. And he had his hands covered in cheese and he can't even get it in his mouth properly. He's missing. Yeah. It's all over his face. He's out of it. He's broken. And Dr. Gone, he was distracted because that stupid olive was still up his nose. So he's no help either. Yeah. I can only eat maybe three olives at a time. <sighs> Brag about it. Why don't you? What a horrible... Three olives at a time, Miss Elizabeth. You don't even do, do. You even understand what I'm telling you right now? Do you? Can you like medium, conceive medium of what, olives? That's what, what I can do. Can like you conceive three. of what competitive food eating really is? Yeah, it sounds painful. 
Yes. To be honest, uncomfortable, inconvenient. Well, the, the, uh, on the red team, Stacy from Tracy's Grace mm -hmm. at least performed all uh, performed all right. She's tough. She's a college trained wrestler. Yeah, she powered through the pain. Yeah, but she even she couldn't carry that team by herself. So neither team did all that well. Mm -hmm. So end of the competition, end of the end of the uh, challenge, and Otis Sharp, the Cincinnati eating machine, comes forward and he goes, "Well, I'm not even going to send you back to your dorms." Neither team did well today, so I'm going to have to send. And then I, he gets cut off by a cell phone ringing. And it's that freaking Stacy from Tracy's Grace. Oh, hang on, guys. What? Really? Oh, good. Turns out uh, Japan has gone crazy for their band, uh, Tracy's Grace. Yeah, yeah. They want, they want Tracy's Grace right now to be on a reality show in Japan. So yeah. she goes, sorry, guys. This has been fun, but I, I got to go. I got to go. Bye-bye. She walked out on us. Wow. Abandoned ship well, because that's... there was a bigger ship on the horizon. Well, that's good for her and lucky for you because I think she might have... Uh, she was... I had her from for a favorite to win. <sighs> yeah. I, uh, Vegas is laughing at you, Miss Elizabeth. Okay. A newcomer like her, you can't just you can't just gut it through the, this competition. You got to have experience. She's a winner, Jason. She, well, she's a, she's a quitter in my book. So she got... I'm going to say... That whole thing was a cover. How about that? She got okay. one of her friends to call. It was all pretend. She was scared of me. Oh. She didn't want to lose to me. You don't think she's going to Japan? I, well, she probably is, but that's not the real reason. Okay. She, she, they, they, she's scared of me, Miss Elizabeth. Maybe she got sick of all the cheese. Miss, so, so Otis Sharp, Cincinnati eating machine, not yeah. impressed. They're probably gonna have to edit that out. They'll have to come up with some clumsy explanation as to why Stacy suddenly disappeared. They then, probably just say something like, um, "You're not committed," and like you're out. And well, I well, who knows, Miss Elizabeth? Yeah. I don't edit TV shows for a living. What I do know, <laughs> Otis Sharp just goes, uh, "I won't even send you back to the dorms." Boom, Doctor Gone. Your time in hell stomach is over. <gasps> so Doctor Gone had to. <gasps> I'm Miss Elizabeth. The show is full of surprises. Yeah. Uh, so Doctor Gone, like turn in your bib. Mm -hmm. So he had to take his bib off, mm -hmm. and so they, he didn't even let him take that home. No, he with didn't him. get to keep his bib, and <laughs> so he's saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you know, you, you, I just don't see enough fighting, you Doctor Gone. Uh -huh. you, you have to go get that olive out of your nose." And Doctor Gone goes, "I don't know how." Like his nose is still plugged. Yeah. So Otis Sharp, the Cincinnati eating machine, just like grabs his nose and just like crushes it. Yeah. Thus crushing the olive. And then he goes, breathe in hard while he's still holding his nose to Dr. Gong goes, and then he lets go and pop. Oh. The olive went back down where it belongs oh. in the stomach. Oh, oh. Dr. Gong, eyes full of tears, oh. probably from sadness and from having that whole nasal thing going on. Yeah. He departed. Uh, you know, the better way is just to do it like they did it in the movies and just pull it out with the machine. Like you put no, it up the nose. Miss Elizabeth, there was no nose stuff it, in the Terminator. There's no olives. You're misremembering once What's again. What's that Mars one? What's that Mars movie? So, I genuinely forget the name of that Mars movie. What's it called? Terminator 2. No, Return it's to not Mars. Terminator. It's another movie. So Dr. Gon's a pal. <laughs> You're not going to tell that's, me. I'm not going to tell you. Do I have to Google it? You do. <laughs> But that's it. One fewer competitor in my way, Miss Elizabeth. We're charging towards the climax. Uh, we, we, we will see. We're charging towards the fearsome finale, Miss Elizabeth. And yeah. we'll see okay. what happens next week as Hell's stomach reaches a thrilling conclusion. Man, there's so much already disgusting about this whole show. Oh, The food show. Miss Elizabeth, 
is nothing disgusting it about it. It sounds really gross. Like inhaling an olive. It's like watching the World it. Series oh. and oh, how gross. They're hitting balls around and running around getting dirty. Yuck. Okay. Miss Elizabeth, you don't know you don't know of which you speak. I guess I don't. Old stuff, part three, mm-hmm. right here on Hello Smileton. Yeah, see, it was a loopy story. It's we're building towards a ferocious climax, Miss Elizabeth. I know. Next I know. week, it's all gonna reach its breaking point, okay. and we're gonna see how this grand show, Miss Elizabeth. There is decisively an ending to this story. Yeah, I know. And you know, I'm still processing the aftermath. Yeah, yeah, you're still in counseling after that. Well, I'm gonna uh, no more spoilers. <laughs> Let's just wait till next week to see how this tale ends. Okay. In the meantime, one more song in, mm-hmm. right here in the marquee song slot, the most coveted spot in all of podcasting. You you announced to the world last week, Miss Elizabeth, that we were going to hear a cover, and not one word of that is a lie. Mm-hmm. Let's now listen to the Smile Syndicate's cover of Boney M's classic track, Rasputin. Sounds good. Let's go.
gotta go McMahon is enemy But the ladies beg Don't you try to do it please No doubt this rhyme's routine Had lots of hidden charm Oh he was have to dance to that one and if you can pull off some of those traditional dance steps oh you gotta jump around like a maniac yeah i tried doing one of those dances one time yeah. miss Elizabeth, and uh I, I, you hurt your back i hurt many things you hurt your back you hit your knee and my head yeah and my wrist <laughs> that's true i didn't but do it right that's because the women don't have to be as acrobatic as the men do the men have to like go squat down pop up kick their legs all the time and some of them i don't know if you've seen this but they actually are doing backflips and that's what you shouldn't have tried yeah, miss elizabeth we're from alberta that stuff is everywhere yeah and i wanted to join in and uh there was much uh, there were gales of laughter because, of laughter. Yeah, because you hadn't practiced in advance and then you were hurting yourself and the look on your face. See, that taught me something. Yeah. When the spirit tells you to just abandon uh, concern and just have fun, grotesque injury follows. Yeah. So just freaking keep a lid on yourself. That's what I learned from <laughs> Ukrainian dancing. That's a good idea. Dear listener friend, what a fun ride we've had. We're it's gonna been be awesome. Coming back to you next week. Yeah. I d- we're going to be hearing the grand finale to the Hell's Stomach story. I'm so excited Tune in to for share that. this. Yeah. And another thing Miss Elizabeth is going to be sharing that I'm quite frankly not looking forward to is the Sunshine Report. Oh, I'm looking forward to oh, it, though. Oh, boy. It's going to be screwball stories from the streets of Smileton. Miss Elizabeth having yeah. fun and the rest of the world suffering, yeah. if I may spoil things slightly. The Sunshine Report is almost like the news, but as I would prefer it to be related to people. Well, yeah, I know, Miss Elizabeth. It's all about what you want. The rest of the town be damned. It's all about being sunshiny. Well, let's see what that looks like next week. Okay. In the meantime, this one's done. It's been fun. Miss Elizabeth, take us out. That's it. We hope you enjoyed the show. Tell a friend about Hello Smileton. There's a lot of fun going on here, so let's share it with as many people as we can. The world needs more Smileton, so spread the word make a difference so it's bye bye from jason bye bye and bye bye from me see you guys next week and as always remember friend the sun is a jukebox